Is the African National Congress trying to capture schools? We speak to Solidarity's Janelle van Vollenwoven. Welcome, Janelle. Thank you. Please tell us what the Bella Amendment Bill proposes exactly. Well, um, Bella has quite a few clauses in, um, but the, the, the clauses that are um, most concerning to us are about the language bill, or the, not the language bill, the language policy in schools and the admission policies. With this, the Bella is taking away um, the rights of parents and SGBs to determine these policies within their schools and handing these rights over to the government where HODs and um, really political um, persons that are in these positions can start deciding on the language policies of school and really veto the parents of the children in those schools. What level of public support has this bill had? Well, we have, um, we've seen quite some participation from the public. Um, The bill was first introduced in, um, I think, 2017. And since then, there has been quite a few processes where the public could participate through um, oral presentations in Parliament, through um, uh, written submissions in in timeframes that we were given, as well as public hearings. And um, a total of Almost eleven thousand, more or less eleven thousand um, submissions were actually handed to the depart or, or to the parliamentary committee um, to consider when they were um, considering this bill and and looking through it and looking at the clauses in it. So, at what feedback did the public give to the parliamentary? Committee. Well, if we look at the the um, spreadsheet that was public um, published by the the parliamentary committee, there were almost nine thousand um, submissions that were against and and rejected this bill in totality, and only about a hundred and fifty um, submissions that was that were for this bill. So we have an enormous amount of um, public participation and and the public really saying we don't want this bill, we don't think it is good to to place education solely in the hands of the government. We we think parents and SGBs must um, take responsibility more than the government and really must govern schools and, and be responsible for the education of our children. So why was the building accepted by the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee? Well, I was um, I was uh, attending the the meeting yesterday um, via the um, the online address that we re- received, and the um, ANC and EFF were pushing it through because they blatantly said they believe in centralisation. They believe that. There must be one central point from where all schools and all education must come, and that should be with the government. And they are not interested in looking at what the people are saying. They are only interested in pushing through their own ideology in this regard. And how did opposition parties 
uh, vote in this process? Um, opposition parties were not um, were not for this bill. The Freight Front Plus, the DA, the ACDP all said that they reject this, that they're on against um, the the government being um, the, uh, solely in in the uh, sole centralized uh, um, party in this um, in the education system um, against the centralized government system in education. They believe that communities and parents should be um, responsible and should govern their schools and that we cannot hand um, education in the hands of one one department and one committee or one um, minister in this country. But uh, the opposition didn't uh, get them anywhere. So what next for this bill? Well, the, the bill as it is now will be put um, to the, uh, the parliament, uh, sorry, to the National Assembly, where they will be voting either for or against the bill. And should they, um, the majority vote for the bill, it will be then put forward to the um, provincial, um, to the, provi- to pro- the pro- provincial um, assessments for their, for their votes. And after that, it will go to the president for his sign- signature and it will become a law. Um, that is the process that that takes place. Um, so it really depends on these um, provincial committees and the National Assembly on their votes. Um, we are not sure if the provincial um, assemblies will also call for public um, participation processes and hearings. We really do hope they they will because we believe that um, the public's voice is not heard in this regard. Should it become law, what would the direct implications be for South Africa's schools? Well, if this becomes a law, it means that we as parents and our governing bodies that we choose to govern our schools will be stripped of their powers. It means that the government can come in at any school and decide the language policy, the admission policy, and really take control of it. And we as parents will have no more say in the education of our children. Um, I think we all know that mother tongue education is extremely important um, for children to understand their work, to be able to, um, to learn and to excel and to become, um, you know, to study further and to become uh, a responsible adults that can actually make a living and contribute to the well-being of South Africa. But at the, if this bill passes, we will be sitting with schools that are not focusing on mother tongue education, schools that are overcrowded, no quality education, and we will see education deteriorating even more than it is now. What is Solidarity planning to do to try and stop this bill from becoming law? Well, um, we have been participating in all of the um, public participation uh, events that have taken place. We were at the public hearings, we were in Parliament, and we had a presentation there, and we did submit our written um, our written submission as well. Um, at the moment, the public cannot do much um, other than wait to see what happens in Parliament and it, in the Provincial Assembly. 
But after that, um, should the bill pass, we can go to court. We can test the um, constitutionality of the of this bill. And if it really is in the best interest of our children, and if it is um, a bill that can stand. And uh, we believe that it is not. We do believe it is unconstitutional. We do believe it infringes on a, quite a number of rights. And we will be going to court to test that. What is the state of education under the ANC government as you see it at present? Well, at the moment, we see that we have less schools every year. And I don't think, I mean, you know, it's simple maths. We can see that the the um, population is growing. We, we, we're not less people in this country. And the ANC is just not building schools. They are not putting quality educators in, in schools. We have... Um, Schools that are literally falling apart, especially in rural areas. And we have them focusing on Afrikaans schools, for example, instead of going into those schools, instead of giving the resources and um, putting the infrastructure there so other children in, in rural areas can get the same quality education as we have in big cities. Um, at the moment, I think we know that the, um, the metric uh, pass rates are not the greatest, having to pass only with 30%, um, we can see that the quality of education is really, really lacking in this country. And we're sitting with the, one of the highest, if not the highest, um, youth, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I can't think of the English, excuse me, but um, the youth not getting work, not not being able to find jobs. We have the highest number, well, one of the highest numbers in the world. And this is because we do not have um, proper education for our children in schools. And when, once they leave schools, they are not able to qualify further or to get a job because they lack certain basic skills. Thank you. That was Janelle van Vollenwerven of Solidarity speaking to Biz News.